When Kameo robs Spiegel of all that matters, the only launch game left he can trust is his Condemned guy. Criminal Origins. Kameo. <laughs> El Kameo. <laughs> what the heck is going on? Are we still recording? Yeah, we're yeah, still recording. Well, this will be an edit job. No, I'm not editing any of it. It's all saying it. This is edit all the, of this. Hi, everybody. Welcome music. to the Bombers. This Hope is you enjoyed me recording a new was. version of the intro song. We're just going to talk over it. I'm playing it twice. Oh, I hate it. You know what? Next week, new uh, new origin star start. What am I saying? Uh, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> we have the three bombers. Me, Deg. No talk, good talk. Also, here, good talk, smart talk, Spiegel. Good talk, baby. Yeah. And additionally... Talk sometime, not loud. Zyber. Best talk. <laughs> let's not go overboard here. Let's let's rein it real back. I don't know what this beginning has been. Let's refocus. Let's recenter. Let's like... <sighs> I, I, we're all back together again. Let's just uh, freewheel it. Free spirit, baby. It's going to end all my senses with baby, too, baby. Like Duke Nukem, baby. Oh, baby. Is, it, is, is that new mustache taking over your brain? I think so. Uh, Duke Nukem, by the way, just celebrated uh, Duke Nukem's uh, Duke Nukem 3D's 25th anniversary and the 20th anniversary of Duke Nukem Forever being announced, and the yeah. fifth the fifth anniversary of that game being released. No, I'm making the last part up, but uh, Duke Nukem 3D, uh, January 29th, 1996, for MS DOS. There's something else I saw that recently was doing a anniversary, but I'm not good at news. So I don't remember what it was. Pokemon? There's a lot of big anniversaries this year. Zelda? Metroid? Crash Bandicoot? Uh, you know who is good at news? Cyber's pretty good at news, yeah. Morbo. Stop. Yeah, I absolutely love <laughs> Another news. news. The best the best kind of news is the bombastic kind of news. Do it. Go. <laughs> Please don't I, drag this out any longer sus- than it has to be. It's got to be suspenseful, guys. You got to wait for the right moment to talk about Discord. It's the same freaking every week. Come join our Discord group. Link in the description below. Come talk to us. Ask us questions. We actually have questions now. I'm not sure if we're doing any of them today, but we have them. But ask us more anyway. Do it. I think we're Here collecting else. up for another questionathon. Questionathon? Mailbag. Questionnaire. Mailbag episode is typically... Mailbag. Mailbag episode. B- Bomber's mailbag. And we're doing a questionnaire. You can also ask us questions at our Gmail account. This is bombers at gmail.com. You can also ask us questions at Twitter. This is Bombers. You can also get notified whenever we're on Twitch if you follow our Twitter account. And you can follow our Twitch account, which is This is Bombers, to watch us play video games at least three times a week. And if you feel like throwing money at us... Please go to our Patreon. This is Bombers and throw money at us. We Follow me on you. Insta. Get check me out on the Snapchats, the TikTok. I do a little dance. Dancing is big on the on the TikTok. Comment, like, and subscribe. Smash yeah, that subscribe button. Actually, for real though, real real quick, let's take a, a moment to say thank you very much to our friends of the show, Haley and Hamaru, and best friend of the show, Rob. You're still crazy and. Still giving us money on Patreon, so we're still shouting you out. I feel like Rob it's weird. almost gave up, but then he realized he we went We dragged him back in. Yeah. We, re- we re-tied him to the chair in Zyber's basement. I feel like it's weird that we shout his, out his Rob bedroom. 
who is the best friend of the show at the same time as Himaru and Haley, who are, you know, slightly lesser friends. I mean, Haley is a special friend of the show, if you know what I mean. Uh, well, Himaru is too, uh, wink, wink. in a certain way. Well, wink, 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 wink. I don't know. I guess uh, they're all Well, equal. I mean, you'll notice that I always <laughs> save Rob for last because the best is for last. The best friend of the show, save the best. There's a joke there, and I explained it. It's, yeah, it's not like the best. how you always you always say save the last bomber for best cyber. It's the not intro. the best though because the the thing is is that the odds of someone listening to this podcast like every second decreases exponentially as the podcast goes on. So like really we should be starting off the show by saying Drowned Rob gave us money. And you know, well, I guess we know what the opening line will be next week actually. I'll just or- make it into the song. I, maybe I will. Maybe I will. You know, thank, uh, back back when I did. Thank you to Rob, and thank you to Rob, and thank you so much, Rob. You're back, crazy. Uh, let me. Hey, please let, leave the singing to me. Back when yeah. I did uh, Space Pirate Radio, uh, I had a Patreon myself, and uh, I allowed people to give me money. And uh, our our friend Wolfo, who is now Jank Spanky, he goes by Jank Spanky on the Discord. He donated money to That's me. That's Wolfo. Yeah, and, I did and not know just that. Blew my mind. I had no idea that was Wolf. <laughs> you didn't know that. Well, anyway. <laughs> not no idea. Anyway, uh, so so he donated money to the show, and he donated at a tier that I said if you donate, I think it was three dollars a month. Uh, there was a one dollar, a three dollar, and a five. And I said if you give me three dollars, I will sing you a sexy song uh, every month. And I I wrote a sexy song for him, and I played. I, I donated I, I, at the five dollar level for that. Well, I'll sing you a sexy song after the show. That's that's that tier. I'm gonna pop pop that into the only friends later. Mm. Let's not any, any other news? Um, well, I, don't I mean, Spiegel, are there? Yeah, Zyber's pretty good at, at news, but you know, I hear that Spiegel's really good at news too. I'm pretty good at news, uh, but I have n- no idea what you're talking about. It's I'll not on the it. document. Right. This is a type you of news right here. Oh, well, that, yeah, well, that's not a that's not the name of the segment, though. What is the name of the segment? We never named the segment. Just tell us about what the upcoming game releases are. It's time for game releases, sponsored by upcoming video games. No, not I. W- I wish, man, be cool. Time man. for some game bombs. I'll I'll show for Little Nightmares two all day. Just give me money, and I'll tell you that it's good. I would never tell you that Little Nightmares is good without money, though. Just to be clear, Little Nightmares Two is coming out on, uh, which is a good game. No, it, it isn't. <laughs> good game. Good game. Not until they you give me money. It that. isn't. Uh, it is coming out on February eleventh, Thursday, for Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, PC. A lot of people played Little Nightmares, the original game. It's a platformer featuring a uh, little scary kid, little kid in a raincoat. I think. Yeah. yeah. Scary kid. Know. My book. Some some I'll, people I'll, liked it. I think the set pieces were good, but I thought the gameplay was a little lacking. All small children are terrifying to me. I mean, it's similar to uh, what are those two games? Inside and Limbo, I think, is probably yes, <laughs> yes. And Braid. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, every <laughs> every Bastion. indie game is similar to Braid <laughs> in a way. Uh, yeah, but if if you're into scary children in raincoats, I don't know, check it out. Uh, I, I might check it out if it's like on sale, it gets good reviews. I mean, I expect it to get good reviews because it's an indie darling, but you know. You know. I think I bought the first one with all of its stuff on the PlayStation. I should go play it. Into the sleep. 
No, that's no little nightmares, not into the sleep. That's a completely different thing. Aren't they the same thing? No, no. not at all. Don't you have what? nightmares when you're sleeping? No, no. Oh, not if you're awesome. No. Then little nightmares is where you float everywhere. That's nights into dreams, mares. <laughs> little. Uh, on February twelfth, which is a Friday, <laughs> uh, one week from uh, the day of recording, gentlemen. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury for Nintendo Switch alongside the Cat Mario and the Cat Peach Amiibo deg. As I know, yeah. you're getting... Yeah, I, I also pre-ordered them. Oh, I pre-ordered Byleth. not pre-ordering. The game you highlighted, you're not pre-ordering? Uh, no, I was highlighting that because uh, I wanted to look it up because I wasn't sure what was up with it. Oh, Just yeah. don't look I it up on your work this. computer. because on the same day as super mario we don't need to talk about super mario 3d world on the same day though the big release of the day gal gun returns that's right it's returning to the nintendo switch and the pc it was supposed to come to xbox one but after quote productive conversations with microsoft they decided to not release it at all which uh, i think they need to revisit what the phrase productive conversation actually means because productivity implies that there would be a product to release, but Microsoft said, "Please don't release this game on our system." And and they and conversation. I think they meant a different word other than that that ends with Asian. Sounds like it's pretty counterproductive. Yes, it was counterproductive. Mm, Asian uh, with Microsoft. All right. So that's that's one type you know, of. I was going to say. Re- <laughs> Go ahead. I was I was gonna say real quick, uh, it's gonna be really hard for me to be all of Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury within one day to be able to talk about it like I did the last Mario release. Yeah, but it's a re-release, so I believe you can do it. Oh, you know what we should do? No, I c- we we should stream it. You can no. play it online. It's true. Meet. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe we'll do that. I don't know. Maybe I'll be there. I call Peach. I'll be Toad. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to find my best. own people to stream it with. I'm the best. So, actually, you are the best at news, but you know what? I'm going to give you a run for money because I want to do a news segment now since you two both did, if you'll let me real quick. I mean, no. I'm reading the actual oh. headline, so I don't know how much of this segment you're really doing, but go ahead. <sighs> there, I fixed it. You did? Okay, well, you go uh. ahead. And, and I'm sure you're ready to read the statement that they prepared and everything that I have right here in front of me. Yep. So there are some gaming news headlines that will age poorly, poorly, poorly. See, I added some twist on it. Uh, it was announced earlier today on the Prince of Persia Twitter that Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake has been delayed indefinitely. In a uh, tweet that went out at noon, they said, uh, Since announcing Prince of Persia The Sands of Time remake in September, we saw an outpouring of feedback from you on this beloved franchise. It is your passion and support that is driving our development teams to make the best game possible. Sure. With that said, we have made the decision to shift the release of Prince of Persia The Sands of Time remake to a later date. Notice that it is unspecified. This extra development time will enable our teams to deliver a remake that feels fresh while remaining faithful to the original. And then some blah, 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 we're so sorry, please stick with us crap. So, good job, Ubisoft. I didn't realize that they were doing any of that. 
this is my issue entirely. Like you just basically described it in one sentence. Don't announce yep. a remake of a game and then delay it. Announce the remake and put it out like two months later. Nobody cares about Prince of Persia Sands of Time. It, that game came out 18 years ago. Nobody cares about the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake. And here you are announcing it, showing it off, disappointing people, and then delaying it. It's like, what are you doing? Yep. And that was going to be my take as well. Do what Nintendo does. Hey, by the way, a game's coming out next month. And then people... Then people get hyped over it. You get those sales right then while people still care. You're not delaying it because by that point, you've already done your delays. Follow the Nintendo model. And your game doesn't even have to be good. You don't even have to put effort into it like Super Mario 3D (laughs) All-Stars. Or Fallout 4. So when do you think they're going to indefinitely delay a remake of the first Assassin's Creed? Have they announced a remake of the first Assassin's Creed? No, but I didn't know they announced a remake of Prince of Persia Sands of Time, so... You make a good point. That's a strong argument. They they could have announced a remake of Assassin's Creed. I mean, who knows? Sounds speaking like of, a satire headline. Speaking yeah. of remakes, how about that Mass Effect Legendary Edition? Ubisoft delays Assassin's Creed remake before they announce it. That, yeah. Like, w- with the announcement, they that... announced that they've delayed it. I could see that. Hi, this Get will be coming it. out. I'm just getting updates that we're going to have to push that back. You didn't even give us a date yet. Uh, Deg, what was oh. your thing about Mass Effect or whatever? Mass Effect Legendary Edition, the remake of the Mass Effect trilogy. That's coming out. Yeah, it's got like 60 DLC included. But not all of them, because a lot of the original Mass Effect DLC, like Pinnacle Station at least and some of that, was lost in a data corruption and they don't have the source code for it anymore. Really? I don't know if you saw that. Well, that's pretty lame. That. It's like when Square Enix had the issue of Kingdom Hearts, they just remade Kingdom Hearts. Yep, I think the, on the remake of Mass Effect, they made the decision to just be like, sorry it's gone, but we'll make the rest of it better. But never fear, EA will certainly find another way to add microtransaction consumables to this legendary edition of Mass Effect, I'm sure. They'll They'll have to try and find some way, because to my understanding, it is literally just the single-player games, they're not doing any of the multiplayer stuff where a lot of that microtransaction loot box card garbage actually existed. We'll and see. multiplayer? For Mass Effect 2 and 3, there was multiplayer. Uh, I've never heard of it. It's just like Assassin's Creed multiplayer. Yeah. They're putting it in the remake that hasn't been announced that has already been delayed. Uh, I actually, I have a headline, uh, Deg, that I didn't put on the document. I'm going to call an audible and transition seamlessly oh. into... EA announcing that college football is back and EA Sports will be developing. Uh, I don't know who the developer actually is, but EA will be working on a new, uh, presumably NCAA college football title, uh, which I will be boycotting heavily. As much as I love college football, I do not love EA and I refuse to support them, especially knowing that they are going to cram in another like Madden Ultimate Team, FIFA Ultimate Team type of mode to just grease the wheels of their ever-growing microtransaction economy just to wring some more money out of you after you already purchased the game but did you see speaking of ea since we're doing this i guess we're doing this sure that the ea lost their star wars exclusivity cool so some other company can make crappy star wars games well i mean that's not entirely fair they announced that a new uh, Knights of the Old Republic single player, not the uh, MMO, is being made. But they have not yet, to my understanding from what I've seen, told us who is actually making it. 
If it's not Bioware, it's not a Knights of the Old Republic game, right? I mean, that's not true because Obsidian made Knights of the Old Republic too. I have to fact check you on that, but I'll, I'll take. Go ahead. Report, I, I wait for me to be. I'm waiting for me to be correct on that. In the I meantime, have no comment. No comment. You've you've never played Knights of the Old Republic, Cyber? Nope. Really? I find that surprising. The only uh, Star Wars games I played was Lego Star Wars. I find that less surprising, actually. You <laughs> and the second <laughs> one. I mean, you you like RPGs? You should check check them out. They're, oh, wait, um... that's right. I played the third game, except I was never able to get past. Like, the first area. Third what? Like, Star Wars 3. The game. They made Star what, Wars what 3. Number, number th- the, the number 3. The currently numbered 3. <laughs> like, Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge yeah. of the Sith, the video game? That's not yeah. the same thing. That's a Star Wars game. That's... Yeah, I'm just saying all the Star Wars games I've played. Oh, I you are just confusing the heck out of me. What game has a better story? Star Wars Episode 3, The Game, or Halo 5, Guardians? Probably Halo 5. Probably Star Wars 3. Yeah, I saw Doug struggling to answer that question. I I don't even know why I asked. I have a copy of Halo next to me. So, I guess... Halo 5, The Guardians? No, 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 just Halo, the original. Oh, so a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Uh... So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump the gun and 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 this was something I was going to keep for my minish recap, but uh, here's a way to seamlessly transition. Well, I was gonna say we could just <laughs> do week, the minish recap, which is up next. Well, minish recap. Here's my first item. I uh, this week purchased a new curved 4K monitor to game on because I broke my old monitor because I played Halo with Zyber and excuse me. This was Wait, without really? Zyber. That yeah. was that was like a real picture of your computer monitor. Oh yeah, that was that was a picture of my computer monitor that I posted in whatever <laughs> channel I posted that in. Zyber was in no way involved in this. You were tangentially involved. At best, you're like some sort of um, uh, accessory to the crime. Zyber did not tell you to play multiplayer after he was done playing single player. But you had already led me into Halo, and then I played multiplayer, and I am notoriously ragey when it comes to Halo multiplayer. And that that picture of that broken monitor with the impact right in the middle of the screen was because I threw my mouse in some way or another at the monitor and broke it. Is that the uh, is that the worst gaming? Uh, I'm gonna call it uh, gaming device injury that you've ever had, or have you ever had a worse uh, destructive? No, that one. That moment. one now takes the cake as far as like most expensive worse. I've had in the past. I've straight up torn controllers in half, but controllers are roughly about sixty to forty to sixty dollars, not like a, a like hundred dollars. St- like is. a strong man ripping a phone book. Like I'm trying to image. Like yeah, I, I can't picture this in my yeah, head. I've... Like just. T- like like just twisting it and it just tear it in half. See, I've damaged controllers by throwing them on the ground, but I've never done that. I then again, I was also <laughs> like six years old at the time. Um, I've broken headsets by doing the whole like uh, flinging the controller and then you snag your headset cord and the headset goes flying, just shatters everywhere because it hits the ground. I broke my headset at work once. Same way. No, <laughs> I didn't have a controller. <laughs> 
is the phone. You were flinging the phone because, ah, oh, these stupid clients. Hook your headset and just, woof, bang. No, I just threw the headset at the ground and it was uh, a lot weaker than I thought it was. Hmm. Uh, when I was in junior high school, uh, I was uh, I was uh, hanging out with a friend of mine, and he came up to me, and for, I don't know, for whatever reason, because we were in junior high, people are stupid, you know, he just slapped me, like, really hard on the back, and I was I was holding my, my DS light, you know, just, like, play, I was standing, playing it, whatever, and as he slaps me, my body kind of jerks forward, and as I pull back, the d- top screen of the DS just goes flying off its hinges. <laughs> it was freaking crazy. And then that you is... shoved the rest of the DS down his throat, right? Uh, not down his throat. <laughs> Somewhere though. Yeah. Anyway, that was a weird. Uh, I mean, fortunately, the DS like wasn't really that expensive, so it wasn't like that big of a deal. But I was in junior high, so it was like kind of a big deal. Kind of, kind of a big deal at that point. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I hadn't saved that file of Pokemon Pearl in like an hour. Come on. In school. Yeah. Yeah. I used to play a bunch of the original Fire Emblem in school, and <laughs> I remember... You mean the, the Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem? The Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem, the original English release Fire Emblem. I remember we would play Link Cable, me and the guy that sat behind me, we'd link it up and fight each other in the multiplayer. And it was in social studies class, teacher was given some lesson or another, ends the lesson, looks at me and my buddy and goes, so who's winning? What a nerd. Yeah, he's, he's, he's beating me right now. Teacher didn't care because we still, like, aced all of the tests and homework and everything. So as long as we are apparently learning, then we got <laughs> to play games. I had a friend that was like that, except he would play solitaire with cards on his desk. <laughs> That's way worse, I think. <laughs> I, I think it is, too. Yeah. <laughs> did, he, did he have so any did friends other than you? I'm just curious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that wasn't uh, that funny. His friends now, that I was friends with. <laughs> Zyber. Was it you? You no. talking about yourself? No, I wrote Kingdom Hearts fan fiction in class. That's way worse. <laughs> oh god, just stop. <laughs> just, you're just making it so much worse for yourself. Alright. Let's do uh let well we kinda already started the ministry cap deck. We got off on a tangent, but you were talking about how you were playing Halo and you broke your thing and then and then what? And also I broke my monitor. Right. And then, yeah, I said I bought a new monitor. And then you so bought a new cur- monitor. That's true. Yeah. Curved 4K monitor is on its way to me. So I'm a little bit excited about that. Because it's 4K and I actually have a graphics card that can pump out 4K graphics. So we'll see if it's worth it. I don't know. I've never cared enough. So whatever. Next. Cool story, bro. Yeah. I'm done. Well, Unless you want me to you. talk about something else well, I that's, did. That's not your whole <laughs> thing. You want to start on anything? Well, I wasn't sure if we were switching off or, you know what? Okay, so also, <laughs> I bought a new entertainment center for our, all of my video games and stuff. Um, as I showed off in the pre-show, I got Mr. Bones now. So I got a new Sega Saturn that now my current entertainment center is not big enough. So I got this new entertainment center because the old one no longer fits all of the consoles that I have in my awesome retro collection. So my dad came over and we were putting it together. And then we get to like step three. And one of the pieces is wrong. Oh, no. Like a load-bearing piece of this entertainment center. Oh, no. And it's the kind of wrong where it's like you can't just turn it in a certain direction because the screw holes are in the wrong places. So we literally get to step three and can't build this thing. So I call up the 
furniture manufacturer. They don't ask any questions or anything. They're just like, what part number you need? I happen to have the part list in front of me. Read it off to them. They say, okay, it'll be there in about two weeks. And that was it. But now I have a bunch of pieces of, like, uh, particle board or, or whatever just in my living room because I got half what we got to step three of this. <laughs> it was already open and spread out everywhere. But that's going to be a project whenever that shows up to finish putting that together. And then reorganizing all of my consoles to make it look nice. And I'll take pictures of it and throw it up into, I don't know, OnlyFans or uh, maybe to the Discord in general. Yeah. Either I'm definitely going to need a bunch of bookshelves and stuff when I move into an apartment and have to actually try to make everything look cool. Do you have plans on like when you're going to end up doing uh, move and everything? Not yet. <laughs> no, it's just the vague future of when this happens. It's happening this year. Oh, that's exciting. At least you know it's this year. Yeah. I mean, the wedding's in November, so. Oh, that's fun. Definitely this year at some point. <laughs> Smart to put it off till the end of the year so that you can actually, you know, have people there. Yeah, well, I mean, we planned that. Because we have two cousins that have weddings in the summer. So we're just like, we'll do in the fall then. And so we're having it the week before Thanksgiving. So then we can use Thanksgiving break to Two. have That's... honeymoon stuff. I know that like technically winter doesn't start until December because of like... oh, it's going to be cold. <laughs> but like November is the winter, well, especially in the northern states. Nah, I'd it say is February now. is the real winter. No, I count, for me, I feel like November through, like, February is is winter. November can have freak coldness, but generally it's not that cold. Agree to disagree. I mean, it snowed two, two Halloweens ago, and then yeah, been it snowing. did not snow until, like, January after that. That Halloween, we had so many call-ins to work, it was a nightmare. Like, nobody came in, and I was just taking all the call-ins, and they were like, hey, can't come in. I'm like, great. Shut up. I'm here. I hate you. <laughs> I can't do that in my current job, because I work at home. That doesn't um, seem to stop people now, either. Yeah, that's one of the things, I, I, now that I'm doing 100% remote from home, I'm like, it's kind of hard to just call off sick when you are three feet from your own bathroom kind of stuff it's kind of hard for me to call sick because i just have not been sick at all the past year lucky you just lie everyone else does it's cool should show off more i can't do that because i don't get enough paid days off so Mm. well you want to raise too bad yes but too bad all right so zyber yeah. Um I watched One Division episode 4. Did you like it? I did. I thought you, you th- would. What did you think of it? Um I mean, it basically told us nothing new about the past episodes we saw, but I definitely enjoyed all the new stuff that happened in that episode. Yeah, I like how it was like a clarification slash retelling stuff. Um Yeah. I almost feel like they put it a little bit too early instead of stretching out the mysterious stuff a little bit longer. I mean, that's been my thing the whole time of, low, low, keep the mysterious stuff up. Because, like, they had that big reveal thing at the end, and I'm just like, everyone already knew that. Yeah, right? It was in the trailers. 
Which is its own problem with trailers. Revealing uh, I, I didn't things. know that. I didn't see the trailers. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But you can't win with I people like and saying, like, oh, well, they're, they're revealing the mysteries too soon. Oh, they're not revealing the mysteries quickly enough. People, fans have lost. I mean, get over it. Just watch the show. Have fun. Yeah, Enjoy I mean, your that, life. That whenever, a thing. <laughs> whenever a lot of the stuff is being revealed in the trailers and the thing hasn't even come out yet, that's probably too soon. That's fair. Yeah. I, I hate when they reveal the entire I, plot of anything in a trailer. Like, that's when you know the movie isn't going to be good. When they when they just don't have anything When else. all the good scenes. Right. Yeah. It's comedies yeah, I saw some, like, chick flick that did that before. Yeah. I'm just like, Here, we just the, saw the whole movie. Here's the three good jokes from this film. Now you don't have to go see it. Oh, worst comedy uh, film trailer <laughs> trope ever. Like that record scratch moment where the music is going and then oh, no. it's like, and then someone tells like a really bad joke and it's supposed to be like the funniest joke of the trailer. Get out of here. I hate that. Or the same exact thing, but then the record scratch and somebody tells a joke that they think is really good that is just terrible and everybody just looks at them offendedly. They're like, and then that's not going to be, be as easy as he thought. And that's also not funny. If you have no idea what we're talking about, exactly. go watch literally any comedy movie trailer. All of them. So I was it. just reminded of Nomi and Juliet 2 trailer, which had like a crap ton of fart jokes. And it was like, put me off of ever wanting to see the movie. And then I hear that none of those jokes were in the actual movie. It was just in the trailer. And I'm just like, well, what was the point of that? Because I don't want to watch the movie because the trailer jokes are terrible, but they well, weren't even in the movie. They're setting you up for the next time they release a movie where you're going to be like, oh, well, the trailer was all fart jokes. And the last time they did this, there were no fart jokes in the movie. So I guess it'll be the opposite and I'll go see it. And then you know what? Bam, all fart jokes, whole movie. The movie's just going to be one <laughs> big fart. I mean, well, I, first of all, I have a problem with the idea that they would I even mean, release a Nomeo and Juliet 2. Because if it's based off the story of Romeo and Juliet, you know that ended. There's no, there is no Romeo. Pretty and Juliet definitively. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, they, spoiler they had alert. a Sherlock Holmes thing instead, but they had. Well, the that's a completely in Romeo and Juliet. Ow! Ow! Next topic. Uh, <laughs> I was playing. I finally picked up, and I'm trying to finish beating Hyrule Warriors AOC. Yeah. So that's that's. I just wanted to update that I've picked up that game again. I have nothing new to say about it. I just wanted you to know. Is it How still you? like all right? Chapter. Some, yeah, it's still actually really fun to just fight the battles and stuff. I'm on yeah. chapter ten ish, twelve ish. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, that's so you. I'm not even sure there are twelve chapters. Then I have no idea where I am. <laughs> okay. Good story. Okay. Um, good story. Here's a good game. That is a is this an indie darling? I don't know. It's a good yes. indie game. Katana if you have Zero. to ask, yeah, that's an indie darling. Uh, because Piddle uh. has played it, has confirmed that it's not that great, but got really great reviews. That's an indie darling. I like it. I think it's fun. We are allowed to like it. It's just if it's a game that got really good reviews because it's an indie game, basically, and not just like a decent, you know, way to spend an afternoon. Well, tell me, tell me about Katana Zero. Tell me why you like it. Uh, it's. I like it because it's like a uh, good cyberpunk dystopia story, which I am already, you know, predisposed to cyberpunk in general. Um, it it sort of has enough of that feeding you out the breadcrumbs of what's actually going on to keep you engaged story-wise. The gameplay is really intriguing because it has... Um, uh like uh what's the mechanic 
with the slowdowns and like you have to reach uh, I'm, I'm bad time. at explaining this. Bullet time. That's that's the word. Thank you. It has like this bullet time tr- that you can activate and deactivate in order to do like reflex and stuff. But if you're crazy like me, you can also do the exact same things in real time. So it's really fun to challenge myself to like hit these bullets back at enemies in real time instead of in bullet time. And then once you beat a level, it'll show the path that you took through the level in real time, which if you're using the bullet time can make it look really cool. If you're an idiot like me and challenging yourself to do it without the bullet time, it looks like the same way you just played it. But it's neat. I'm looking at the developer ASCIIsoft on the internet. I googled them and I, I don't mm-hmm. see any other games that they've made, but at, but the search results for them are so limited that at the bottom of page one is the Twitter account for Michelle Obama. Uh, so ASCIIsoft, Katana Zero, Michelle Obama. Weird is all I have to say about that. Right? They've apparently yep. made two other games according to their actual website. Neither of which I've heard of. Is one oh. Michelle Obama? Neither of them, weirdly enough. Michelle Obama Overpowered, simulator. released in 2014. And Tower of Heaven, released in 2009. Well, the, the reason I even looked that it up sounds was... sounds familiar, but... The, the reason I even looked it up was because when I look at Katana Zero, I'm instantly reminded of Hotline Miami. Um, not because it's... Yeah, you know, it has that similar... Well, Hotline Miami is, you know, top-down bullet hell shooter, you know, but the aesthetic of it really kind of reminds me of that game and i thought oh maybe that's the same 16 bit and i think hotline was uh, i think hotline miami was devolver digital published as well uh so you know yeah uh yeah i believe so yeah i don't know just random comment i wanted to make man devolver digital is a great publisher aren't they no yeah they they're pretty good i like them they they come out with something else recently didn't they i remember I mean, some kind devol- of cool thing they were digital. Doing. I mean, constantly, you know, ten games a year. Oh, I think they were behind Fall Guys, weren't they? Yes, they did Fall Guys. Yeah, that was what I was thinking of, which I don't much care for. But here we are. Um, so the last thing that I played, I booted up the new game, The Medium: Psychological Horror. Bluebird and Team. I gotta say, we talked about it. Yeah, Bluebird Team. Uh, I gotta say, they sure are going for that psychological horror. The atmosphere is spot on. It really gets me scared. I mean, I get scared pretty easily, but you you are playing as the medium going through basically a haunted hotel where your powers are that you can exist in both like the ghost world or the undead world and the real world, which is really cool puzzle solving type stuff where you have to like free people's spirits into the afterlife by put it, piecing together how they died by using hints from both sides. Do you have to merge into the wall in order to do it and become a no. 2D version of yourself to solve all the puzzles? No, it's not like that. You fight a guy with a paintbrush? Because you're not... Ba- uh, there are portions... Stop. <laughs> there are portions where you are in one world or the other, and then there are portions where you're playing in both worlds at the same time. And th- those are where it's really cool. And the game has definitely gotten me to full-on jump in fear without doing straight jump scares there there have been the occasional jump scares which what are you gonna do but there are bit there the one thing that sticks out to me is that i walked by a mirror and my own reflection in the mirror scared me 
<laughs> I've done that in real life. I, yeah. Well, it happened to me guys, in a video game. Do you guys think that there is a legitimate way to do a jump scare, like, artistically, or do you think they're all total BS? I mean, they originally weren't BS. I think the issue is just that it's become so oversaturated. I think that also one one of the jump scare tropes that I really hate is like the musical like piano sting that always accompanies them. Like, yeah, just let it, when let the it sound st- makes you jump instead of the actual. Well, yeah, the best the best ones the best ones are the ones that have the sound and nothing happens, but you expect something to happen, and then it goes quiet, and then something happens. Like right, at, you know what I'm talking about. So. The jump scares that I like the best, and then are the there's ones a record scratch, and then they tell the worst even... joke of the movie. Stop. <laughs> now the best type of like jump scares are the jump scares that have like no visual focus on the jump scare, no musical sting. You either notice it or you don't, and if you notice it, it's terrifying. And if you don't, someone tells you that you should have, and you have to go back and watch it again, and then you see it, and you're like, I can't believe I missed that the first time. Everything's terrifying. What else am I missing in life? Those are good jump scares, but they're not traditional jump scares because they're not jumping at you per se. I don't know. Is that a jump scare? I like those videos of the car, no. like going down the winding mountain road. And then all of a sudden the bloody corpse like pops up in the middle of the screen, like screaming at you. That's my kind of those are... horror. You're the Is worst. It? <laughs> You're the worst. Yes. It's better uh, than Soma but, anyway. Know, for... Medium medium's been good because the atmosphere is great. The story is really disturbing. I don't want to ruin too much of it, but like the content of the story has, is, is gross. And the atmosphere of the game is on point. for un- It's just unsettling, as a psychological horror should be. And, you know, for having spent no money on it, I'm, uh, I'm fine with it. Because I'm playing it on Game Pass. And I gotta say, yeah, um, you, that was a you, beautiful sound. you made whatever <laughs> that noise was, and I get it. And we've ripped on Game Pass a fair bit here on the Bombers. But when it comes to things like this, where it's like, I want to play this, but I don't want to necessarily own it. I only want to experience it. I don't, I don't need to have it. Well, yeah. Of course. That's exactly what Game Pass but, is good for. But that's so. also not the argument that I'm making when I say that I don't like Game Pass. Of course it's good for, for you know, just trying stuff out. Yeah. It's a great I'm value. If, if that's all you're interested in doing, it's a great value. Yeah. and, and but, don't, but don't come crying to me when you can't go into a store and buy a game in 2025. But I'm saying that um, as far as going forward, I made this decision... I think earlier today it was, or very recently, I was like, I kind of eventually am probably going to get a PS5. I want to get Horizon Forbidden West. There are probably other things that I want eventually that they'll come out with that. With that, I have zero reason ever to even think about getting an Xbox Series X because all of those games are also being released on PC and I can just do PC Game Pass and be done with it. And there we go. Just wanted to share that little tidbit with you. Yeah, we just can't play Halo 5, and who cares about that? No one cares about that. Game's crap. Halo 5 Halo is on Infinite? PC, isn't it? No. Halo, Halo no, Infinite not. is on PC. Halo 5 is not on PC yet. No? Oh, it will be. Wait, is Halo <laughs> Infinite out? Halo no, Infinite it... will probably eventually come out, and it 
Oh no yeah, way. like give it, yeah, like twenty twenty five, twenty thirty five, somewhere in that. You won't range. be able to get it in stores. You can nope. No, you won't. It'll only be on uh, Game Pass. Download Game Pass. Yeah, do it. Next person. I'm done. I said everything I want to. Fine. I guess I'll talk. So, in our continuation of our Sonic video game marathon, turns out that our copy of Sonic Gym, which has a bunch of other retro Sonic games on it, was broken. So, instead, we moved on to Sonic Adventure. And, um, yeah, it's a game. (laughs) It is a game. Isn't it the first game to have Big the Cat in it? Or am I misremembering? Frog. Froggy! Big the the Frog? No, he's always searching for Froggy. I know Big is in it. I don't know if it's the first one. It is the first one. Well, apparently it's the first one. Uh, we played through Sonic's Route, which uh, we were playing it, and like we're getting near the end, I think, and we're just like, I'm just like, wow, it's been two hours. Why do I remember beating this game in one night? And then we moved on to Tails, and I'm just like, oh, that's why, because Tails has like less than half the stages, and they're all a lot smaller than Sonic's. And also he can fly, so then it's even even faster. And Tails sucks, so no one really and, wants to play as him anyway. So they didn't want to the play the issue. Screw you. Then Screw you had to play you. as Big the Cat, and you slit your wrists and gave up. Yeah, I played as Big Cat the first time I played it, and I actually was fine with it. This episode Are needs a the, trigger warning for fans of Big fishing. the Cat. <laughs> it's a fishing mini game. Don't worry, there are none of them. Do you know how many games are fishing games and they just had to build a ton of other stuff around it to make it worth selling? You know, Sega developed a lot of good fishing games. Uh, Seaman. Base Pro Master. Pro pro Base Hunter. Base. (laughs) Seaman. Yeah. Sonic Fishing. uh, Legends of Rock Base Edition. It's all getting cut. Let's move on. So anyways, <laughs> so anyways, I can't really suggest people play Sonic Adventure if they've never played it before, but if you're a Sonic fan, go ahead and try it. If you're a Sonic fan, why haven't you already played it? It's one of the few tolerable Sonic games. Well, it seems like a Sonic Adventure 2 that people prefer talking about. I don't really usually hear people talk about Sonic Adventure 1. I mean, that's because 2 better. Two was on GameCube yes and, and people no. actually played it. I, mean, I will say that the biggest issue I have so far with Sonic Adventure is that uh, the camera uh, doesn't care if whenever you go around corners and the camera has to move. It's like, you know, in games now, like you you move forward and the camera changes direction. If As long as you're still holding down forward, your character will move in you know the correct direction. That doesn't happen in Sonic Adventure. You gotta keep moving the sticks so that, based on the camera's point of view. They were still figuring that stuff out. Yeah, it was well, 1999. Like was, it's time to, they they knew how to do a 3D camera. No, well, I mean points. you ever play Super Mario 64? <laughs> yeah, the camera was really good in that game. No, uh, no. well, um, no. um, I have I have no other examples. The camera is bad in Sonic Adventure. But anyways, like, there was points where you could just hold down forward and it worked fine. But, like, that was more for, like, oh, you're going over a loop-de-loop or something. And so it just knows that, well, we can't possibly force you to move left and right in there. You do a loop-de-loop and you just fall off the loop-de-loop like in all other video games? 
No, because that's when they knew, oh, great, as long as you're holding forward, we'll move you in the right direction. But for some reason, they didn't realize that that was needed when you're going through, like, pipes where the camera's constantly changing angles and stuff like that. So, yeah, if they were to have that into a more modern camera setting, I feel like the game would actually be pretty nice to play. You know what? I think that sounds like uh, someone needs to just get good at the game. Just keep playing it, and eventually you'll figure out the correct way to control the camera. Okay. Who was the engineer who discovered that a loop-de-loop on a like roller coaster was like physically sustainable, and everyone just wouldn't die? And who was the first person to test that? That's called physics. That's called physics discovery. I, I know, that. I know that, but like, but you wouldn't want to be the person who is like, oh, physically, like physics in and science says this should be possible, so let's do it. And then everyone is just like, yep, we'll get on board, we'll do it. Are you freaking kidding me? I wouldn't want to be the guinea pig to try that out. They build, and I don't know if you're aware of this, these things called crash test dummies. <laughs> the, the freaking crash test dummies are too afraid. They're they're shaking in their metaphorical uh, no, I've plastic seen the crash, crash dumb crash test dummy crash show dummy test. cartoon, and they fear nothing. They Except fall apart, and you can put them back together, and they're really fun toys. Did you know there was a video game uh, based on the Crash Test Dummies uh, animated TV show? It was on, like, Super Nintendo, and I think I Genesis. feel like I did. Yeah, I, was I, feel say, like I thought I've it was heard... SNES. I feel like I've heard of the game, but I didn't realize there was a show. Oh, yeah, there was a whole show, toy line. It was a, it was a, it was a thing. There was a, I can imagine a... a Crash Test Dummy toy line, but why do they need a show to advertise it? <laughs> Because what? everything, every toy Children. had an animated show in the 90s. Every single one. The real Ghostbusters, the Crash Test Dummies. Um, Stretch Armstrong. Uh, Mad uh, the, Max. Uh, no, not Mad Max. What was what, it called? He, Mighty Max. Not He-Man. Polly Pocket. Uh, well, He-Man did too, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He-Man did. Was it Mighty Max? Mighty Mouse? No, that was different. I'm going to look. You got to talk about whatever your next thing is. I'm going to Google this for a second. All right, fine. Well, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to talk about Sonic stuff next week because we are taking a break this weekend. Boo! It was Mighty Max. <laughs> well, we finished Tails, so we still have uh, four more characters to go for Sonic Adventure. Amy, Knuckles, Big the Cat. Wasn't there an alligator? Am I misremembering? No, there's an alligator in Team Chaotix, but that's not until later. Yeah, I don't remember what what game they show up in first. Sonic Chaotix? No. So, uh, other than that, I uh, my friend got me to try Battlefront 2 because they had it free on the Epic Store. How was it? Cool. Um, so... Biggest issue is that, yes, you have to upgrade your character to make them actually good, and you have to play the game in order to upgrade the character. Well, you can and spend so, like, money. we're playing for the first time. We're playing for the first time, and people are just, you know, killing us quickly, and we're just like, what's going on? We don't understand. I started well, eventually getting good at killing people without getting hit so that they couldn't kill me. Well, here's the thing. Your first mistake was playing the Star Wars Battlefront 2 multiplayer. Single player is actually pretty enjoyable, weirdly enough. Yeah, I saw that, but I was already tired after doing three rounds of multiplayer. Oh, that sounds just, yeah, very tiring. 
The other issue I had was that there's always four heroes and four villains, like Jedi and Sith people or whatever, constantly on the battlefield. I'm used to the original Battlefront 2, where, like, it took a ton of effort to unlock it. And yeah. there's only one per team, I believe, at a time. Yes. In this case, it's just, there's always four. If one dies, someone else probably has enough points to replace them. Which is no fun for anybody that's not playing as one of those. I don't. I think I have to unlock them or something because I was never given the option. Either I was just never dead whenever they were also dead. Vector the Crocodile premiered in Knuckles Chaotix, not Sonic Chaotix. That's weird. All of these game names and character names sound completely made up. Like, they sound like (laughs) they were made up by Sonic fans. Do you know what I mean? Well, here's some fun news for you. They probably were. I mean, hopefully the people who make Sonic are Sonic fans, right? I bet Sonic Team consumes more Sonic Rule 34 than the average Sonic fan. I could believe that. I I bet they draw most of it, too. Think about that. They're like, oh, Amy's kind of cute, actually. Oh, dear. In general, I had fun with Battlefront 2, but those issues were really dampening it. Especially freaking General Grievous, who will just literally, it's called Spider Crawl. He will Spider Crawl at us at full speed and instantly kill us. And it's just like, what's the point of this guy then? At least the other people were, you know, a bit fine to fight. (laughs) Yeah, I'm uh, going to sum that up with uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Not good. Well, I mean, it's not bad. It's just it's eh. bad. It's just not good. I, I'm I'm kind um, of annoyed. I don't talk about Battlefront I'm kind of anymore. annoyed that we spent like four or five minutes talking about Star Wars Battlefront Two, and now I have to cut my condemned Criminal Origins segment down because of it, which is actually I'm, a really good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually really mad about it too. Tell me about condemned Criminal Origins. Well, first I'll back up and I'll say that uh, this is not going to be a one-off thing. Like for for whatever reason, I'm playing through a good chunk of the Xbox 360 launch lineup. Like I played Madden 2006. I played uh, Condemned Criminal Origins, which I'm going to talk about. I played Cameo Elements of Power. I'm currently playing Gun actually, uh, which, you know, the, the only thing left you can trust, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's it's easy and it's fun to make fun of Gun uh, because of how ridiculous it is, but I'm like an hour in and I'm actually kind of really enjoying it. So more on that, I think, next week. I uh, will talk about Gun. I do want to talk about um, Cameo. I want to talk about Condemned Criminal Origins. And I want to talk about uh, The Wolf Among Us. Uh, which is not a launch 360 game, but it is a game that I played. So let's do those three, and then everything else I'll save till next week. And then you gotta you gotta tune back in, oh fans of the bombers. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna launch into this section real quick and say, is it cameo or cameo or? It's cameo. It's not cameo. Cameo. Or, or cameo. Ca- it's not cameo. Camo. I don't even know where cameo. you came up with that. Is it is it cameo? Cameo. No. Cameo. No, it's cameo. Camo. Cameo. 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 Kamehameha? Yes. That's like a rare game, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh it's a uh it is a rare platformer that uh, was originally in development for the Nintendo GameCube. Um clearly a lot of that game's DNA is ripped directly from Star Fox Adventures. In fact, the two games feel and control I think pretty similarly. 
uh, the way that you move Cameo around feels like kind of an evolved, maybe speedier version of Fox. Um, and just the way the world is designed, it, it feels very much like uh, they, they took a lot of ideas from Star Fox Adventures. So if you like Star Fox Adventures, maybe you'll like Cameo. Cameo is not that great. Uh, it feels like they rushed it out the door. And I feel like if they had just spent a few more months with that game in the oven, it would have come out feeling more complete. A little, The controls are like a little sloppy in places. Uh, there's a, so much I can go into. I don't, I don't really even know where to start here with Cameo. That's Star Fox Adventure was also rare. That, that came out before... Yes, Star Fox Adventures came out in 2002 uh, for the GameCube, was developed indeed by Rare, and then uh, Rare, that was the last game that Rare made for Nintendo console systems before they were uh, sold or, or, or purchased or traded for, Acquired. for cash, cash and, uh, and a player to be named later, I don't know, to, uh, to Microsoft. And then, uh, and then Rare made Grabbed by the Ghoulies for the Xbox, and they made oh, yeah. um, Cameo Elements of Power, which was a launch game for the 360. And it's and like again, an adventure collectory thing. Not, what is it? I know not, nothing about the game. Not too much collectathoniness in it. So it, it's it's a platformer. Essentially, it's like an action platformer. There's a lot of combat. Um, you transform into different, like into different forms. Which uh, there's like ten different forms plus cameo. Cameo is like a fairy who flies around and does stuff. Um, but like she has ten different forms that she can transform into, like little plant creatures. They they kind of they remind me of Skylanders, the transformations, but like in a bad way. I don't really like the design of a lot of them. But they all have their own like unique move set, and they all have a bunch of different moves uh, that they can do to help you trans tra- uh, transverse the environment and fight enemies. Um, but the big problem is the controls are a little slippery. They're a little sloppy, and there's virtually no incentive to fight anything. So I get these characters with these cool moves, but the game doesn't like prevent you from progressing most of the time. Like it doesn't lock gates behind groups of enemies that you have to fight. They're just kind of there. So so why you, have enemies? Do you get like currency or anything out of them? Well, you get currency, but there's not like a heck of a lot to spend the money on. Like there's there's you can upgrade your health. You can get you can buy these things called elemental fruits there's a hundred of them to collect in the game if you get them all you do not get an achievement by the way i did i was expecting an achievement and i did not get one um what do you get for doing all of it you get you get nine to ten hours of a kind of mediocre platformer with some with some heart and some comedy that's well then what's the point of collecting all 600 korok seeds get get a piece of poop (laughs) I don't know. Oh. Because rights? it's there. Anyway, Cameo is a game that I feel like could have been really, really good. Um, it has a lot of really good ideas. The, just the execution is like pretty lackluster. So is it better or worse than Star Fox Adventures? I mean, I'd say worse. I, I like Star Fox Adventures. To I be do too, actually. So that's why I, I was like, kind of asking. But it's fine. Well, the thing about Star Fox Adventures, just to segue briefly into that topic, it's a good game. It probably would have been a better game if Star Fox hadn't been attached to it, but then nobody would have played it. I mean, maybe. I don't know. People played Cameo. Uh, it sold pretty well. I don't know. I don't know. That's Cameo. Uh, I, I So I also played Condemned Criminal Origins, which is another 
360 launch game. Um, condi- so this is a. I think this is actually one of the all-time great launch games, and I don't know if that's like a controversial thing to say at this point, because uh, I, I I don't know how many people actually played Condemned Criminal Origins, but basically you are an FBI agent, Agent Ethan Thomas, assigned to the Serial Crimes Unit. Uh, he must answer this question and bring the worst of society to justice. What twists the minds of an ordinary human into a serial killer? So you're basically the spending shadow the knows. Sure. So you're basically spending the entire game <laughs> hunting down this serial killer who who has framed you for the murder of these two cops, and basically this serial killer is imitating the the killing tactics of other serial killers as he is hunting down and killing serial killers himself. So he's like a ki- killer of serial killers. Wait, and is for this some the guy reason, that you're hunting. Yes, and you? for some reason, like that's a bad thing that he's killing serial killers. I don't know. The story's crazy. Um, I remember speaking of controversial. I remember when this game came out, there was a lot of controversy around it because of like the torture scenes that are in it or something like that. I mean, torture. I mean, that's, that's a little extreme. That's, I wouldn't necessarily even describe them that way. I mean, you find bodies that have been like mutilated pretty crazily, but I I don't think you ever actually see any torture. There's a guy, there's a guy alive in a locker with all of his skin torn off and he's still alive. And he's like, he's the torturer serial killer. And the guy that you're chasing like peeled all his skin off tortured awesome. the torture it's well awesome. then and here's the thing that maybe i'm misremembering it maybe it was one of those like oh they're, 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 we're reporting on a bunch of controversy over this thing even though there is no controversy over it just so that we can pretend there's controversy in order to get free advertisement type of thing that people do sometimes yeah, so you're so you're saying that there are never any scenes of people you know strapped to a chair in my basement having to listen to bombers uh, not in this game. I no. mean, we we never filmed it. I think. What's well, not in a game? Cyber. It's it's around. Anyway, uh, so yeah, condemn. I mean, I I just I like vi- like so you get it's a survival horror game in the sense that you pick up weapons along the way and you you're never really using the same weapon for too long. Uh, you either run out of bullets or you pick up something better. Um. Honestly, like, the game tries to get you to use the guns, but I'm like, screw the guns. I like hitting things with a shovel. It's just, like, viscerally very satisfying. Like, Bioshock, the best uh, weapon to use is the wrench. <laughs> wrench. Freeze everything and then hit it with a wrench. Yep. That's how you play Bioshock. And condemned. Apparently. Freeze everything and hit it with a shovel. Um, I shovel so, yeah. well. I, 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 I really liked... Well. I really shut up. I really liked the condemned. <laughs> he shoveled uh, a well. You I really, really liked, liked it. I did. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how well it holds up in terms of like. But if you can suspend that sort of, this game is old it's, and kind of janky. Like it's. I, I thought it was really enjoyable. Like early two thousands. Yeah, like a two thousand five. You know, like, and that's the thing about the controversy stuff and the false reporting. Like, two thousand five was the year of the hot coffee scandal. Like, video games were in some hot water at the time. So, like, I can understand a game like this coming out and catching some headlines for being ultra gory and violent, uh, because yeah. it is. But, uh, and but that's I, the kind of stuff that that controversy was about was the violence. C- cool. I, I wish. Whatever. I, I wish they played the game because it's cool. It's a cool game. I want to go rip some dude's skin off now. So you also played 
The Wolf Among Us. Was that one I of did. the? What was the last one you were going to talk about? I did. Yeah, The Wolf Among Us. Uh, it's a Telltale game. Same dudes who did, you know, Tales from the Borderlands, Walking Dead, uh, all those narrative-driven games. I Batman. played it on Vita. I played it on Vita, which was nice. an incredibly bad experience. Like, really? Uh, yeah. Like from a technical perspective, it's it's almost broken in place. I mean, it's Telltale, so it is broken. I- but I it's, was expecting it's, the complete opposite from you, actually. So I'm very curious to hear what was so wrong with it. Well, the the frame, the you know, frame rate drops, screen tearing. I mean, some like you'd hear characters say a line, and they the screen would be totally frozen. The game crashed on me about four or five times uh, over the course of it. In in the final chapter, it I literally could not finish the game. It it kept crashing as I got to the final scene. I had to watch a YouTube video to get the end of the story. Um. So I, I just, it was not, not a great experience and, and I didn't really enjoy the story. I don't know. Huh. I mean, Telltale is real kind of hit or miss in general. Let's be honest. They went overboard near the end of their little narrative driven reign, making too many games at once and focusing on none of them enough. I mean, I thought the walking dead, the first two games were really good. Um, Zyber, you played Tales from the Borderlands, right? How was that? Yeah, I enjoyed that. I thought it was I, at the same time. Tales of the Borderlands for me is my favorite. Hey, Telltale I'm asking Zyber, who hasn't said anything in like 15 huh. minutes. <laughs> yes, if you can hear me. Yes, I can no, hear we you. We can hear you. I just okay. <laughs> put my two cents in. I got yelled at. Well, no two cents from you. Only my two cents is needed. And I thought it was great. I also have the Batman one, but I haven't played that yet. So, basic premise: Wolf Among Us is is actually based off of a comic book series by some dude uh, who writes for some comic book public. I don't know. I, I know nothing. But basically, uh, it's like it's like a Great fairy journalism. It, yeah. Well, you know, we're a real journalistic outfit. Um, it it's so it's like fairy tales in New York City. So it's like a really it's like those bad Muppets movies where they make them like swear and shoot each other and have sex just because. Uh, the wolf among us is like, they're called fables. So like the big bad wolf, you know, the woodsman who, who, who attacked him and, and, and cut grandmother out of his stomach. You know, he's in the game. He's a pretty central character. Uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum are in it. Uh, like bloody Mary is in it for some reason. Like, I don't know. It's just, it felt like they were so obsessed with creating this world with these like violent fables just because that they forgot to make the actual plot interesting, which I can't really go into it without spoiling everything, but it's it's just a typical like murder mystery case that's just not super interesting. That's sad because it sounds like it'd be interesting, right? And and you watch the first maybe thirty minutes of a YouTube video, you'd be like, yeah, this looks like it could be pretty good. You know, you you get into a serious fight with a woodsman over a over a prostitute like right away, like super. The game is super violent and gritty. I guess I just I really like violent gritty games lately, but um, I don't know. It just the aesthetic is great, the characters are are kind of good, and the story is just not that interesting. I don't know. It just didn't really come together for yeah. me. Premise is only as good as the execution. Kind of like an episode of Bombers. I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it. Cool. I got nothing else. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. 
I meet. I'm gonna stop. We need my to recording. say we need to say something funny first. I thought like an episode of Bombers was the funny thing. I don't know. Since when has an episode of Bombers been a funny thing? <laughs>